can anyone believe that Do Gray Scott was was supposed to be Wolverine? Oh, I haven't heard that. He's a, oh, he was originally cast and had to leave for a scheduling issue, and that's why we got Hugh Jackman. Wow. Like, that is weird. Like, he is a lightweight. Yeah, that's surprising. I mean, I guess they would have bulked him up, but... Yeah. Well, now I'm hearing you echo when you speak. Yeah, I heard that too. But I didn't that time, so... No, I didn't either. Now I hear me echoing. Michael is like, a, he's like a C's amaze on the, on the soundboard over there. Is this better? Well, maybe by next week he'll have it figured out. Is this any, can you guys not hear me at all? Hello. And we can just uh, barely hear oh, I heard a whisper. I heard a whisper. Yeah, like a half of one. It's like a whisper. Any better at all? Yes, much better. Yeah, uh, way, way up to a four. That's that that that's almost workable if none of the rest of us like breathe and there's no ambient noise. Like if we were in an isolation chamber in like like three miles underground, we would be able to hear you fine. If this were a visibility issue, it's like if we were in a cave and pitch black and our yes. eyes had, had our eyes had had twenty four hours to adjust. And you had swallowed some like bioluminescent yes, plankton like, like you were going to get and a there was scan. a there was a, a the dingiest of glows in your belly that's the audio equivalent that's the visual equivalent of what we're hearing just put a little you got you is it a pet scan i think where you get the radioactive yeah scan. yeah right yeah you got barium yeah yes yeah <laughs> Or it's not barium. I, they, I think you, I don't they, know what there's is, something yeah. for that. Yeah, they probably fill you with cesium. I think it seems likely. I'm having to run it through the laptop, so we're not going to have. You'll have to edit the intro in. At yeah, whatever. I'll just put the fight the fight song. Fight song. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, it, at least this bought me time to eat my pot pie. I, I have never willingly eaten a pot pie. I've had tons of pot pie. But it's always begrudgingly. It's always just been, this is what's for supper. Right. Yeah. You will eat it or you will not eat. Right. And in those, or I've, I'm at a, you know, I'm at some friend's house or, you know, somebody's right. for dinner and they had pot pie. Oh, I'm so rusty that I haven't been recording anything. I just. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, I'm on day four now trying to work with IT to get me back in the app. <laughs> they insist that they have cleared everything off of my phone and that there should not be any problem, but that I have to log in via Facebook since that's the way that I did it originally. So on the fly here, where I'm about to try and reinstall the app because I... I you know, they want you to shut your device completely down for whatever stupid reason. First, you have to clear the catch. Then you clear the data. Then you uninstall the app. Then you turn your phone off for two minutes. And it's really funny because they keep asking me, did you wait two minutes when they respond? Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I counted to 60 I points. set a timer. That's yeah, right. I mean, what I, I had a really nice... Um, uh, what are those things called? An egg timer? Uh, no, like the old school, like, oh, Jesus. A can't. chronometer. Yeah, I don't whatever. Know. I yeah. can't remember. Okay, here we go. Open. This is, uh, this is a live attempt 
to get in back into the app for this is the fifth time I've uninstalled and reinstalled the app. So we're uh, seeing if this is going to work. A lovely picture of Jen Urso there. Like I say, existing user login, Facebook. And nothing. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> they just, uh, God, they're so useless. What's frustrating is it's a different person every time. You don't stay with the same person that you've been working with. And so it's a different person every time, and they start over every time. Right. And I'm just like, come on. I can't even get into the stupid app. To, I mean, I want to be back in. I should have never too left bad. in the first place. I mean, it was yeah, just too a... Too bad Nate isn't available. No, he's done. He's not available. I think he's gone. I don't think he works for the company anymore. Yeah, this device is already being used by the Michael Nip. Please contact the Senate at tops.com. Uh, gosh, I'm going to send them this, that I'm still getting this stupid error message. This is so ridiculous. It's, just to catch people up here, we don't even have our theme music. We might edit that in. Oh, who cares? I mean, we can edit, yeah. not edit. I mean, whatever. Right. So <laughs> Michael's here, Rhett's here. And, uh, Happy New Year. Michael, Happy New Year, right? Happy New Year. Yeah. As a New Year resolution, Michael deleted the all the top apps. No, no, let me no 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 no. Let me let me correct you first of all. Okay, all right. These are I'll what, you, this yeah, is like a new philosophy of mine. You know, there's this thing going on at work that is called, you know, just do it. It's it's an oldie but a goodie, right? Do you work at do you work at Nike? For Nike? No, I, I, I don't work for Nike. But their whole Are thing you Michael Jordan? is do what they call quick wins. So things that you know can be quickly accomplished if you do this is part of the agile way of doing project management. If you have multiple quick wins, it actually is better than trying to stress out on one long project. So from New Year's, I sort of incorporated that into my New Year's, and I'm doing what are called micro-resolutions. So just quick resolutions that I know that I can accomplish and not feel, like, defeated if I can't accomplish those. So, yeah, one of them was to delete all the apps, you know, and try and start fresh. And I, you know, I just, I purged everything. I, I got out of Black Sun Card Cantina for a little while. I stopped following everybody on social media and just I was trying to start fresh but I missed it though so what I decided was I'm just going to do Star Wars I'm not going to do any of the other apps I'm not going to follow any of the other you know bunt football kick huddle jump kick I don't know what all the all the different ones they've got push that they have a push Dance, eat yeah. strike feel yeah <laughs> Yeah, Break. all the senses are covered. You know Smell. what? You know what I would do if they had a a tops, you know, pool like uh, billiards and called it tops break. I'd be all into oh. trying to collect. I think I, I'm the billiards. They would probably call it tops balls. Tops balls. <laughs> <laughs> or is that a different app altogether? I would like to think that if they That's had, their if they had a dedicated. App. Well, I don't even know if we've discussed this, but they have garbage pail stick, garbage pail kids stickers now that you can buy in these little standalone packs. I think that show up in your iMessage. But if they had a dedicated garbage pail kid tra card trading app, I would like to hope that that one would be called Smell. That just seems appropriate. Yeah. Stink. Stink. Yes, top stink. 
Maybe we need to create that Twitter account. Just go ahead and grab that. I think I'm, uh, bre- I'm breaking I'm breaking rules here, but I'm, I'm responding to this this IT rep. I'm saying I'm still getting the same error message that says that I have already accessed this phone, you know, using a different user ID. And you know, of course, they they're obsessed with attaching. Screen, yeah, the screenshot. screenshot. Get out of the so screenshot. I'm attaching a screenshot that is to show her that I'm still getting the same stupid error message that it says which you know that the the Michael Nip was on another account. I can't remember which one I was it wasn't Star Wars, it was like I don't know, Huddle or some BS like that. Okay. So we'll we'll send her that email and let her That might have been embrace, tops embrace tops or hug. Embrace. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So yeah, new new year, new me. That's what uh, that's. I'm just I'm just gonna do. I I, I'm not even you know, and I hate to say this because it's not like a bad company or anything. The people are really supportive and nice, but I'm I'm not even gonna bother with quit either. I I personally just was not a huge fan of the interface, and another thing that I wasn't a huge fan of is everybody that found out I was on quid was like, "Oh, trade you Star Wars for quid." You, you give me all your Star Wars, I'll give you some good quid. I'm like, I don't, I don't care enough about the IPs that are in quid to give you any of my Star Wars cards for quid. So just knock it off. I mean, I mean, nice guys and everything, but just knock it off. Uh, it's just not for me. You don't think all your all your Ray inserts are worth um, a Bob's Burger sticker? Bob's Burger sticker. <laughs> and you couldn't even do 4D. Or 3D stickers or whatever on uh, on Android yet, I- anyways, because it's still beta. So I didn't even get to see all the cool Funko, oh. Funko Pop 3D stuff that they had going on. I couldn't even really do that. I mean, there's still there. There was a lot of bugs, and it was it was interesting being part of that that beta team. But I had to turn off the notifications because I was getting constant notifications from people, you know, saying what the problems were. So I. Turned off the notifications and then. Well, that's that's kind of the whole point of being in a beta. Yeah, I, see, I'm not I'm not that guy. <laughs> I've never done a beta uh, for anything. I've never. I mean, I maybe did a fish once, but I've never. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> <laughs> so those I, those are the best kind of fish because you don't even have to. Yeah. You don't have to have the filter. You just sprinkle some food in there and they're the best yeah. kind if you want to see like fish fight to the death if you put two of those oh, yeah. things Look, in the same tank fish fish battle royale get about six or seven of them throw <laughs> them in a fishbowl it's brutal <laughs> yeah. so no I mean, I'm hunger the, game yeah, today. Like, yeah the bait the beta thing is just i've i've never done it before so i don't understand the concept of trying to you know help them figure out the bugs in the app and they had a bunch of other users so I just backed away. I don't. I don't even have the app anymore. I hate. I hate to say that, but it, I just. It was part of the purge of, you know, January second or whatever. You know, purging everything and being gung ho about that. But I'm still gung ho about purging everything. But I'm trying to at least get back in Star Wars, and participate in that. Now you've just started purging after di- after each dinner. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's part of your micro weight micro, loss. Micro weight loss. <laughs> plan. Yeah, just uh, one hurl per per meal, and uh, maybe that'll help with my uh, yeah. uh, my morbid obesity, as you know, my doctor would call it. He's very I think that's very clinical about it. 
<laughs> You're morbidly. I think that's assisted. also the name of Top's shot put app. Top's hurl. Top's hurl. Sure, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be a good shot put app. Yeah. <laughs> that's always what you want to hear from your doctor. I mean, who incidentally is just as morbidly obese as I am. So you've got the dude who is like, you, we've got you on these meds for your blood pressure, but you're not helping yourself by being morbidly obese. And I said, I, I get that. And he was like, here's a piece of paper. Morbidly obese. <laughs> here's a, well, you know, based on BMI or whatever. Here's, here's a piece of paper. Do this pyramid. And I was like, you know, this pyramid's from the like 1930s. They probably have updated it since this. <laughs> And he was Is like, this the food pyramid? The yeah, FDA's the food, food pyramid? Yeah, the FDA's food pyramid that I'm sure has probably been updated to be a bit... It, it has. The only yeah. thing on it now is the high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's not a pyramid anymore. It's just a blob. <laughs> which it's anybody a blob that, of high fructose corn syrup. Which is actually what a person would look like if they just followed what the pyramid said. It's just a big blob. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah, so I've, t- I've tried to cut down on sodas. Of course, recording podcasts do not help because as soon as I come down into the studio, I'm cracking, you know, whatever horrible high fructose corn syrup drink is in the refrigerator down here, so... You know, I, my micro resolution was to just have a soda once a month because that's, you know, as, grief. As once o- a month. Yeah. As often as I record, you know, one of the podcasts that I do. So I was just going to say once a month, just have a soda. And that was going to be a micro resolution. And it had been grief. working. That's, that's that's impossible. No, it's not. It, I've been doing I've not, I haven't had sodas at work since the new year. I mean, I hadn't had anything at work. And so it's been good there. But then when I get here, I come downstairs and I keep recording these stupid podcasts and keep drinking these stupid sodas. So <laughs> it's not helping. The micro-resolutions are failing badly. So these quick wins, it's a bunch of BS. It's not working very well. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's that's not a quick win to say one soda. I don't soda think any of those are really wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's a quick win. If you if you're gonna say, you know, I'm only gonna have one soda a month, based upon, whereas before I was having essentially a, you know, a tankard full of sodas throughout like the month or whatever. I mean, it's a pretty quick. A tankard. <laughs> uh, oh God. I think that's also the name of Top Spins drinking app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tankard. <laughs> Uh, so did you guys do any New Year's uh, resolutions or micro-resolutions, anything like no, that? No, I don't. I, yeah, don't I, do knew, I knew you didn't. I don't do those. Yeah, I know you don't. I don't set myself up for failure, number, but I also don't I don't like change. So why would I, why would I do anything different? Nothing. No, no, absolutely no change at all. <laughs> I do have, we do have a bit of an announcement we can make, though. What's that? Uh, we can officially announce that... Woody Harrelson has been cast in our Menudo road trip movie. Oh, yeah, that is that. Yeah, because he'll pretty much do. Anything. I think I, I, unless I read that wrong, I may have read that wrong. You know, he, he will work for cannabis. So, I mean, as long as you just provide cannabis copious amounts, he will come work. You don't even have to pay him, you know, like a paycheck. The, the insurance policy, though. You do have to get a pretty big insurance policy because he, he could just have the general malaise of not wanting to do anything on set, and so yeah, he, you know, it, yeah, you don't ever know what you're going to get with him. 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. Paranoia. Yeah. Can be very. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I um, I haven't. I mean, I haven't made any New Year's resolutions, but I, I also haven't been in the app at all mm. uh, for months and months and months. Yeah. Um, you know, if I go back, the last time I was actually interested in it and put forth uh, any considerable effort and certainly any considerable expense uh, was before. Uh, they screwed me out of my dollar uh, <laughs> on the red and purple base variants or whatever they were. Right, of course. And uh, once dollar. that happened, uh, I just I basically lost interest in it, uh, which begs the question: Why? Why am I here? Um, well, and I don't know. I don't that, know that's actually, I mean, a question for anybody in about anything. Why are we here? Well, but yeah, I mean, but that's more a, specifically, yeah. this this it, card trading this venture podcast. That's about, uh, you know, we do have the word Illuminati in the title, which could cover anything. That that can be, you know, the first. Well, two I feel words, I'm afraid we've shoehorned ourselves in with the CT, the card trader part of it. No, we haven't. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. You know, we can just abbreviate. We can just be CTI. Yeah. Kind of like KFC. KFC yeah. no longer stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's right. That's right. Well, it it'll just... always be Kentucky Fried Chicken to me. <laughs> <laughs> Extra crispy. Extra crispy. Exactly. Well, no, yeah. now now they're jumping on the Nashville hot chicken bandwagon, at least in our part of the country. I mean, they Oh. Yeah, they're they're trying to, you know, because we had th- this Nashville hot chicken thing all of a sudden is everywhere down in the south. And so KFC feels like they need to jump on that bandwagon for whatever reason. I don't get it. but So that's the NHC, the Nashville Hot Chicken? N- NHC, yeah. Which, you know what, though? That crap is good. I don't care what How you far say. In, you know, look, we, we got to food in less than a half hour on this one. <laughs> well, look, I mean, it, it, the thing is, I just want under, everybody to understand that it's legitimate. Yes, it is a fad, but it is legitimately good. I mean, and it's been something that's been in Nashville for ages. But Wait, are you talking about specifically KFCs? Ne- uh, hot chicken? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the hot chicken in general. But okay, KFC right. has jumped on the bandwagon because it seems, at least down in the south here, that it has become super popular in places other than Nashville. So okay, you know, it, it's moving. can I just ask for some clarification because yeah. my I mean I haven't had gone to KFC in probably fifteen okay. years, okay. but I remember the chicken being served hot. So I I don't okay. understand so, okay, the, what's ha- new about this. Right, right. The Nashville. Hot, what is Nashville adding to yeah. this equation? Heat, heat, as in uh, spice. Spice, spice. Right. It's okay. sort of like a red uh, spice that a glaze that goes over the fried chicken. That makes it extremely hot. So this is just buffalo fried chicken. Well, no, 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 no. It's not a buffalo. It's a, it's a different okay. flavor than buffalo. Yeah, it's it's. So this is this is a Chick Fil A. It's just spicy. Hot. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it. Think, think it's spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. It's closer to that. Yeah. Maybe a, by a factor of a hundred. A hundred. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And you can of course get different levels. I mean, you know, we've got the food truck here in town locally that has it, and then there's an actual restaurant that ha- that serves it as well i mean but it the, uh, nashville claims to be the originator of this hot chicken concept so whether that's true or not i don't know but kfc is specifically calling theirs nashville hot chicken that's what they're calling okay. theirs so i mean 
it, in homage to the fact that Nashville claims that they started this whole thing. Yeah, but it's um, getting it's getting confusing now to have KFC including Nashville in their menu. Yeah, Kentucky and Nashville. I mean, they're, yeah. they're getting they're lots cl- of cities. adjacent, but they're yeah. not the same. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah that's, that's true. And then there's Georgia peach sweet tea. Do, oh, do they call Mississippi, it that? They're Mississippi mud cake. Yeah, Mississippi oh, mud. Yeah, you yeah. got a Georgia yeah. peach sweet tea. Yeah. yeah. They're Louisiana gravy. The They're Alabama slammer fries. Yep, yep. They've got it all. They've got it all. I mean, it's good stuff, yeah, the, though. The Southeast covered, yep. Yeah. But, uh, covered in gravy and... No, I mean, that that's probably the most recent, like, new cuisine. You know, at, at our age, it's very rare. Cuisine? It's not a hot chicken cuisine. It is. It's a type of cuisine. I mean, at our age, it's very rare. I know, it's a, that's a general rare. term, but I, you always t- I always yeah. tend to associate it with a with a higher-end food. No, uh, it doesn't food. No, no, no. Uh, then, you know. No, no. Well, it's funny how the way things work, you know. You go to some pretty fancy places now to get their fancy brunch, chicken and waffles. Exactly. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot. This but, uh, is but... Nashville Hot cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> is that with an umlaut on the O or? Yes, I, mean... I think so. Oh, okay. On the okay, AU. Before, before we drift too far, I got a couple of questions. Obviously, okay. Michael's okay. not. He doesn't do card trading anymore. He he physically can't. I can't. Um, I mean, I want to. He can't get into the. <laughs> I can't get into the. Uh, I don't because of my uh, my inner hatred, and so what. I mean, are you are you doing it, Tommy? Um, I open the app every day. Yeah. Uh, I my goal right now, really, my goal is I'm more focused on Trump cards. Um, oh, good grief! I, I'm trying to see now. Now the developers of Trump cards abandoned the app uh, May 21st of last year. They, but they left the servers on, so you can still log in and pull base packs. And there's a small but dedicated community there maybe like six people and but basically i'm just trying to get my total credits to see if i can get it to six 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 so i don't know if i'm going to be able to do it in time for the inauguration but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's my goal that's that's I mean, my you, current you may bring about the end of the universe <laughs> and i started to say you may inadvertently but i this seems to be purposeful yeah, oh yeah, it seems yeah. This is, yeah. And and the the that company, the kitten cards, puppy cards, trump cards, their cycle is not once per day. Like it's every I forget uh, like yes. eighteen hours. Eighteen that's, hours. Okay. So you've got to kind of be on top of it. So that to is accumulate one, as many credits as possible. That's one right. thing I hated about Quid, is they offered credits every three three hours. Whoa! I don't like that. I don't that's like a lot of. I mean, you go well. It's only five thousand credit increments, so you go yeah, in but, and get five thousand credit. Yeah, but I don't like having to go in every three hours and and just you know have that Pavlov's dog thing where oh I better go in every three hours and get my credits. I I, I don't dig that. I did not like that aspect of Quid. No offense to Quid and Quid users and blah blah blah. If we even still have listeners that might do all that stuff. I just don't. I, I'm more. Okay, if we if we even have listeners, right? I mean, I, I just am more of the give me my daily credits, and I don't want to have to. If I don't want to go in the app the rest of the day after getting my daily credits, then so be it. But if if you're gonna make me try and 
feel like well, I need to go. nobody with a gun to your head. Well, no, but you're going to want to do it. You're going to feel like you're missing out. You're, if well, you that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you don't do it, and, you're going to feel like you're missing and Rhett, out. You, you can relate to the sort of OCD nature of you get a notification. and Yeah. I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I can't frequent. deal with them. Yeah. That's frequent, three hours. And I understand that they're trying to keep people engaged, but. And maybe that's just for the beta on the Android. I don't. Maybe. I don't that know. That could be. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know the actual. I don't know the iOS version if they do that on that. But I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just. I don't know. So in the in the Star Wars app, because that's the only one I give a, a crap about, <laughs> and I don't even give a crap about it now that I, now that I say that. Uh, is there like when you log in, are you looking to see, the the cards that are being released, new sets? What's going on in there? How how is it? Well, yeah, I do. I go into the the um, what do they call it? The transmission, the the feed over there, what and do uh, what remember. do they call kind it? Kind of check things what out. Do they yeah, call it. Um, <laughs> they uh, the, over the holidays they gave away a number of packs, so they were giving away oh. like a, a boba pack every day or something. Now, see, I, I was still around for in. that. I was still around uh, for all that. Yeah, yeah. You say that, right? But it's not like we weren't telling you. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> So, no, I did say uh, no. I I was aware of it, yeah, vaguely, but I, it didn't register with me enough to prompt me to push actually the icon, yeah, like tap, to, uh, to make actually the tap the app open. Yeah, uh, I'm probably <laughs> several updates behind. It pr- presumably won't work anyway. Well, no, I will say that I have not updated to the latest version because they did put a, an update that's that kind of re. That redid the the basis on which it is, and it should work better for people with large, you know, like you've got, what do you have, like a quarter million cards? So it, it should be faster to do trades and, and stuff with the new update. Oh. But I, I have not done that. I kept thinking that they would put out sort of like a, a smaller update to address bugs from from the new big one, but uh, they haven't yet, which I guess means that there aren't that many problems or something. Yeah, that, I mean, I was still around at least on the Android side. For the new update, and the new update essentially looked like what they were doing in their sports apps. So right. it's, it's right. you know it looks very similar to that. And you know for me, it immediately was an upgrade because it fixed my duplicate trade problem that I had in the old app, where it would just exponentially duplicate my trades anytime I tried to do them. Um, <laughs> and that was completely fixed. So I was kind of happy about that. Um, and I you know I I was just. Really, the app ruined my life. I mean, it really made, like, 20, 2016 and, well, 2015, 2016 really, like, bad financially. And so I was, like, really pleased to get rid of it. Like, I was like, this micro-resolution crap is great for me. But I think that I can, I think I'm adult enough that I can not spend money in the thing and just have fun with it and just get my daily credits and just go from there. And, you know, now keep going. Well, I was going to say, and, you know, with Android, you can have uh, the occasional Google wallet thing. You know, if you're if you're doing surveys and you get maybe if there's a great deal on credits, I can get some good credits if I've accumulated enough for doing the surveys that Google has. So, I mean, yeah, there is that. So, well, I I mean, I have ceased uh, clearly all spending on the app. Uh, and I spent a stupidly yeah. enormous amount of money. Now I was not—I wasn't even a whale. Like those guys are at a level that's not like mine. 
Yeah. I did spend a lot of money, and it's, uh, <laughs> but I still want to spend money. Yeah, see, I don't. I like I work. I'm out of that hard, and make the money, uh, and yeah. I watch a lot of it go to things that I don't care about, like uh, electricity and water. Yeah. Oh, sure. And yeah, my yeah. and my family, and <laughs> I want to. I mean, I do care about my family, but they spend tons of my money, and. <laughs> So I feel like, well, I I ought to go spend something frivolous for myself, whatever for entertains me. Sure. Yeah. So, so I so now I have this money to spend. So I am back into uh, <laughs> X-wing miniatures. Oh God, those are expensive nice. as crap. <laughs> they are a little expensive, but there but there's they only come out in waves. Like it's not sure. every day where I have to. And also, like if I spend a hundred dollars on them, yeah, I absolutely get. A handful, like six or seven or eight game pieces. Where in the app, if I'd spend a hundred dollars, I might get nothing, right? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah. No, like definitely. The, the payout, yeah. the payout is much better on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, totally. From a totally. from a hardware standpoint, right. uh, you know, I do actually. I'm not taking a chance on. Am I going to get this X-wing miniature that I want, or <laughs> am I going to come away with nothing when I go to buy? Barnes and Noble or by local game store to to purchase pieces, right? Well, so I don't, you know, the so I feel like my money's going farther yeah. because I'm actually getting you're getting, hand, something getting tangible. product. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's different. And I I love the crap out of the game. I'm not that good at it because I'm my primary opponent, this ten year old girl who tends to beat me. Uh, <laughs> preface that with that's your daughter. That you need to make sure people understand that's public his daughter. Competitiveness, <laughs> right? Uh, but I do I do swing by my local comic shops and watch some tournaments and watch people play a, a night or two a week. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, I, and I, I intend yeah. to, at some point, break out into that world because I've been practicing. Yeah. Uh, so I have I have used, I have repurposed some of the money and the time that I spent, uh, that I pissed away <laughs> on this nonsensical Star Wars card trading. <laughs> uh, and, then putting, and now I'm pissing it away on some nonsensical... Uh, miniature gaming. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> That's good. But, but I that, love it. Like, and I'm reading up on all the, you know, there are tons of articles out about it. And, oh, sure. Uh, oh, real I'm active sure Reddit community. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Fantasy Flight Games post, you know, tons of articles about each each piece, set piece they release and, and strategy and each of the upgrade cards and all this other stuff. And it's really fun. Like, I really enjoy the game. It's strategic and it's reasonably quick. If uh you know, it's a little bit cumbersome from a from just a quantity of of of, of opportunities and choices standpoint. Uh, but anyway, so that's what I've re that's that's what I'm focusing on now. And by that's focus, good. I mean I spend maybe two hours on it a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, well, as yeah. opposed to the the sixty hours I spend <laughs> constantly refreshing and and by doing whatever in the stupid stupid idiotic star wars card trading game wow i mean no offense to anybody <laughs> right no I, I look i'm not people who do it aren't stupid uh some of them are but not many of them aren't i know many that's a lot not of, what a lot makes of cool, you. Yes, a lot of like, cool a lot of cool kids do it and i'm sure they still do yeah um but for me i realized that what a what a stupid waste of of resources i mean when i could be yeah. stupidly wasting resources somewhere else 
I mean, my, my whole problem that I started running into was, well, if you're not going to do the app anymore, just send me all your cards. I got a little bit of that, and I got kind of fed up with that. And oh, yeah, so, no, I did say that. I, I, well, no, 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 I know, but not only you. I mean, I had several people on Twitter, you know, DMing me and, and saying, hey, you know. Oh, no, no, no. What's the point of you having those cards if you're not going to do the app? Why don't you just send them my way and I'll PayPal you some money or something? And I'm like, well, you know what, yeah. though? I spent a lot of money to be the Poggle guy, you know, and I'm still the Poggle <laughs> I'm still the effing Poggle guy because they haven't they don't have a new Poggle as far as I know and yeah who knows so I'm still the guy and so uh, uh, you know in my mind and so uh, I, they can they can just I don't know they can what just, can they do they can blow me I mean I'm I'm gonna get wow, okay. back get back in and I'm gonna stay on this thing and I'm gonna be the Poggle guy that's gonna be on my gravestone. So now, when you say that, was that is that in exchange for your cards? Or did, so, did you get that offer, or was that just a, a suggestion? Oh, <laughs> you mean the the blow me part? Right. I didn't know if that was was that part of the deal or uh, like virtually. I don't know. I don't know how that was. Where I mean, I played a lot of Le- Leisure Suit Larry in my day, but I don't. And know. is that is that is that deal still available? No, uh, no it's not. I, mean, I will liquidate in a second. So to speak. <laughs> no, no, that's not 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 still. That was I was really just metaphorically speaking. I oh, okay, okay. I, <laughs> I see, I see. <laughs> For lack of a better term, <laughs> that's just the sentiment that I felt. I just. Oh, okay. I just. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I just understood. It I, took some realization that I was like, you know what? I'm the, I'm the the guy. I'm the Poggle guy. I've I've made a big, huge deal out of that. And I need to be the Poggle guy still. I don't need to just bow out of this thing after all the money and time and effort and stupidity that I went through to to I get mean, blood, sweat, and tears. You it, did, yeah, you, there yeah. was some angst involved in that, and that's part of the like why why you know not only did it monetarily ruin my life, it you know ruined my life and an emotional distress <laughs> as well, but. Now that I think that there's not any Poggle that I have to worry about, I can just get back in this thing and just be the Poggle guy still and just be happy about it. Sure. Get yeah. my get my daily yeah. credits, not worry about spending any any cash or whatever, and just go with it. I mean, I guess the, the key element here is, of course, on the, the ability to log in <laughs> well, to no, the app. I, I've, I'm working on that. I've got uh, five Which to... Which you currently do not possess that ability. I've got five to seven IT people... <laughs> working on the same issue so we'll see how far that that goes we'll see i mean you know it's good to see that nothing has changed in the time that i was away as far as their ability to get people back in the app when they get kicked out of it for whatever reason so i mean nothing nothing has changed they have not made anything they haven't i haven't missed anything they haven't made any advanced advancements in their login you know capabilities um they tie usernames to phones, which is a dumb thing to do. You should not tie a username to a device. Now, what other app <laughs> that requires a login does that? Any? Not that I know of. Not I mean, that I know of, yeah. yeah. My Pokemon app doesn't do that. 
Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. You like I log in via Google. Maybe that's you know, but uh, yeah, it, it's I, a I weird. Really that's a it's weird thing a, they do. It's such a weird thing. I mean, and and they're having a very difficult time, apparently. You know, killing this other user ID name on my phone to get me Wade Bugs. No, it's not Wade Bugs. It's it's just the Michael Nip instead of just Michael. You know, Michael Nip. So I don't know. With Android, you couldn't like with iOS. You know, you could just have all the same name for all the apps. You could not really successfully do that with Android. Oh, oh Android blows up in your face. Yeah, <laughs> can't log in with it. Uh, yeah. No, no, I don't have a Samsung. I don't have a Samsung. So. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Are you Motorola? It is, but I look. I love Motorola. Don't knock Motorola. I mean, Motorola has been good Motorola. to me. Motorola, still. I've had them since the Razor. <laughs> Maybe even before the Razor. I don't know. I mean, who had who made StarTac? Was that a was that Motorola? That was. I not. think it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, was well, I miss it. I think it was. I think it was. I don't know. Maybe I like the good StarTac. Yeah. Well, I still got one somewhere. Yeah, Motorola StarTac. Yeah, I thought is so. that the one? Nineteen ninety six. Was that one in the bag? Was that the one in the bag? No, it was yeah, a flip. No, no, it was the thing. first yeah, it was a little, is... little flip phone. It looked like it was from the future. It did. In nineteen ninety cool six or seven. Right. right. Uh, I got one in probably ninety eight, I think, or seven. Yeah, ninety eight or ninety seven. Man, it had like scoreboard lights on the yes. uh, on the display. I mean, it was uh, that thing was nice. Yes, it was. <laughs> as far as you know. It's Pocket of his flip phones, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put it in your pocket and uh, had yeah. the the antenna you'd pull out, you know. Yep. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. I didn't know oh, that was called. I didn't know that was called StarTech. I think that I had like oh, there was a few years where I thought I was big a big deal because I got into Kyocera. So I had oh, all these yeah. Kyocera phones that nobody else would bother with. And I was trying to keep up with, and always get the newest Kia Sarah phone, and we just kind of see where they are now. I mean, I don't, I don't know that they even. Yeah, exist. they still make a, they, they make a good durable flip phone. Yeah, I think Some that's their, right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say much about their smartphones, but. Right, right, right. I'm, well, I don't even know if they got into that business. I mean, I'm sure they probably did in some places, but I, I, at some point, I, I switched over to Motorola. And, I think the Razor is really when I got into Motorola. So it was, you know, kind of late, you know, because Razor was, you know, kind of a thing for a while. But um, now it's uh, just Droid Turbo. Everything's Turbo, whatever, is what they call their stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so. But, you know, back to the fact that I can't get into the app. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, I want to do it, but I just I can't get back into it. I mean, literally. I mean, literally, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> as opposed to, as opposed to Rhett, where it's Dude, I just, just man, I just can't get back into it, or Rhett can't get back into it on a different. Level. <laughs> well, and I'll say Rhett to address your question, like, why are you here? Uh, the the listenership, and there has we haven't taken a formal poll by any stretch, but all of the unsolicited feedback that I've gotten from listeners, um, people are in and out of the app at various levels. You know, to the point of not being in the app at all, but right. but they've all ex- expressed interest in hearing us continue in in whatever form, because yeah, well, what what is it that we do? I was gonna pose this you know idea to you guys. Um, I, I think that the podcast medium needs kind of 
I don't know, just kind of like a, a boost a little bit. And I think something that the three of us could do very well, um, and I know maybe they do this in the audiobook format, but you know, I think it would be interesting if three males read Harlequin romance novels. So we just find like a segment of a Harlequin romance novel, you know, and I'll play the female. That's fine. I've always wanted to to do that. So I'll I'll play the female. <laughs> Very quick to to jump on. Nobody. Yeah, yeah that's do I that. mean, I, yeah, we, I mean, that's didn't wait didn't wait to draw the short straw or anything. So, no. so I mean, you know, and per- personally, I'd I'd kind of want Rhett to be my love interest, and um. You know, Tommy, you could you could be like the best friend or whatever. Um, okay. And I just I don't know. I think that there's a market for it. I mean, I no, think, is there only one female character in these books? Is, is well, that how I'd it have works? to I'd I'd want to play all the females. Um, you know, and I've been working on my you know different voices and whatnot. I'm not going to spoil it and do it here. But okay. I mean, if we if we were going to you know proceed with that i mean there's a lot of crazy things that we've tried to do that just didn't ever you know we couldn't get the tot sickle truck going i mean you know spoiler alert we just could not get the capital you know up to get that thing going um you know manatee farms were way too expensive i I looked into that and just to maintain one of those tanks is way that's like bugatti money that, that yeah. I don't. Well, you got it. I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't keep a. You couldn't keep your beta alive. So yeah, I mean, it's it's like way out there. So yeah. I think that something that we could do for free that costs no money that people might get some enjoyment out of is to hear the three of us read these these romance novels and just really just go for it. I mean, just like you know. So are we gonna do this like in the style of? Uh, are we gonna have some like foley? Sound effects? Well, yeah, sure. Why not? It's going to be we, kind we, of like a '20s radio drama. Yeah, where like, we, more, more like yeah, a radio I mean, drama. somebody will slam a door, and we'll yeah. have some yes, glass we can crinkle. If, yeah. If, yeah. if we're in a park with ducks, we can stick our hand in our armpits and like. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there's all those are all kinds of stuff we could do. We could get all Michael <laughs> Winslow with it. I mean, you know. So. <laughs> I mean, I've been, my high school English teacher retired huh. from school and started writing romance uh, historical fiction but oh. they were romance novels and they were very dirty okay <laughs> like i mean like real dirty and it's weird because it was your it was my high school english teacher right yeah uh, no way so i probably have some of that i, I look, i've got female. a couple of those male or uh, female high school that, english that are teacher. that would be real good to uh to read out loud, read out loud goodness gracious uh, like southern historical romance novels? No, they were uh, uh, set in uh, in England. Oh, uh, okay. Like Victorian England. Like, oh. and, and listen, you know, you know how she told me a story once. Mm. You know how Star Wars people are. Uh, how, uh, and I am I this know. way too yeah, about continuity, know. right? Oh, sure, right. Yes. Right. I need, like, I I at least need it to be to make sense within that world. Like, I understand we're in a you know faster than light. Play, lightsabers and wizards. So right. I, I, my, my, the suspension of my disbelief isn't the problem. It's plot holes, and you know, I just I need things to be consistent within that world. Well, well apparently, historical fiction um, has has those people too, and they demand that your stuff be accurate. If you're going to be in historical fiction, then it better be historical. So one time, so she told the story of she had. Uh, uh, whoever whatever her character in whatever town in England 
had to ca- had to ride on a carriage, like a carriage came through, oh. and that this character rode on it from one city to the other. Well, she got a ton of mail from people who were like, there was no carriage during that month of the year in this particular town in oh. seventeen whatever. Wow. <laughs> so she had to deal. Wow. She had to deal with that. Like so, there these crazies who we see are like they have we have those in every that's good every type of fiction I think that's there are the know. crazies who yeah. who can't let anything ride like that yeah i i think i mean I, that's really good to know I, I mean like a guy like pablo hidalgo uh as far as the star wars stuff he he gets it all day long on twitter just just the most random questions just all day long I can't imagine. Yeah, so it's good being, it's having good this job. To, yeah, uh, it's good to hear that other, you know, properties and IPs and whatnot have that same type of person. I mean, and does even, anybody ever ask him if he if, if he ever uh, cries when he thinks about how <laughs> terrible the prequels are? Oh, good grief! I always set that up, and it's not my intention, people. I don't. I mean, to to the <laughs> listener, I don't. I don't. I'm not trying to bet bait Rhett to just constantly talk. <laughs> bad about the prequels that's not my intention here at all but um so here i, I have an observation about the prequels no um, okay no no i it, it's a, because we haven't we haven't talked uh, in this forum since rogue one came sure. out no we haven't that's, that's, yeah, that's right uh, yeah. it's awesome and, and it intermittently is. it's my favorite it's my favorite star wars movie and i say that i mean I, let me explain that a little bit if if all eight star wars movies were on tv right now I would watch Rogue One. Okay, I mean, I, that's the one I would watch if I got an opportunity right now to watch any one that I wanted to watch. Okay. That that. So as of right now, that's the one I want to see the most. So does that make it my favorite? M- maybe. Certainly, right now it is. Right, right, right. Um, because I like, you know, in A New Hope, when we first st- saw stormtroopers, they were, they were pretty bad. Like. Yeah. We make fun of them now, like they're yeah. they're go- you know they got beat by Ewoks and they can't hit anything. <laughs> but when we first were introduced to them, they were clearing out the blockade runner. Sure. Uh, uh, and then you know the next time we saw them, they had they had burned Baru and Owen alive. Spoiler alert. Right. Um, you know they laid waste to the Jawas and all this, so they were pretty bad dudes. Uh, and then over time, they got stupider and stupider. And then we got the prequels. And we couldn't even have stupid people anymore. We had stupid droids. You know, talk about taking the stakes away, right? And and the human interest and the, the menacing, like the teeth, they, taking the teeth out. Those, of it. yeah, yeah. yeah that, the, those battle droids were not scary. You know, did they have problems occasionally with the destroyer droids? Yeah, sure. those guys. That were the, of one of those would show up, and everybody acted like they were a big deal. Right. They didn't seem like that big a deal to me. Um, but they were goofy. That Roger Roger thing was stupid. It was just, it was idiotic. You didn't hear in The Force Awakens even when they, you know, the uh, that little crack about the clone, you know, wow, we could just use clones or whatever. Right, Nobody suggested right. going back to a droid army, right? Right, right of course. Yeah. Everybody yeah. except George Lucas knows that's stupid. Um, <laughs> So, so now in Rogue One, like I feel like we got our stormtroopers back a little bit, <laughs> like they were they were kind of bad, like you know. Oh yeah. They were bad again. I mean, you had the death um, troopers, and oh yeah. I yeah, mean, and they, we, they, you know, and that started in the Force Awakens too, also, where sure. we, you know we get to see them being very bad at the beginning. Yeah. Um, 
but it, it's just it's such a marked difference between like that characterization the these this uh, I don't know this this monolithic empire uh, with these faceless warriors who do bad things and and you know they're roughing up the citizenry in in Rogue One and the the battle droids were they were that was garbage what a terrible idea and I just I, I don't know that that has really stuck with me about how awful a decision it was to take the humanity take the take evil out of the hands of humans and put it in a in these dispensable no threat at all to anyone droids i mean nobody was afraid of these battle droids at any moment in the movies i mean the jedi cut through them like a hot knife through butter uh, without a second thought and so did everybody else basically um unless the plot required otherwise uh you know like somehow they got the upper hand in the in attack the clones at the arena or whatever i don't know what i don't know how that happened um but anyway, I just that that stuck with me is how stupid the battle droids are. Well, do you, I've do never you really that, thought of it in those. Do you think that George Lucas did that because, I mean, he he very clearly with George R. Binks, he was trying and making it about a kid. He was trying to make it a very kid-friendly movie. Well, I, so, no, he did. I, I do believe that, but I think that's a mistake, and I don't think it was necessary. Yeah, you know, we've seen movies, dramatic movies, with children. I mean, uh, oriented around children that are. I mean, there's trauma in them. There's drama in them. We didn't need that. I mean, I, I, like, I who did, who did he think was he? Who did he think the target audience was? Well, that's what I'm. Well, I'm thinking like yeah. he, and I'm not saying I agree with his decision, but I think his his idea was this: this movie is for young kids. This right, movie is right. for kids that would then and kind what of a grow up. Miscalculation. At least the fan. Of course, but that's taking that's taking the people who got in there. That's right. taking us for granted. He's exactly. like, well, I know that the at that time thirty somethings will come and see it, or twenty. How old was I? I don't remember. Uh, right. Yeah. Twenty five, I guess. Uh, I know they'll come back, so I can I can make whatever crap okay, I want to make. Movie. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's that's not right. I mean, that's not good. Well, and the other thing uh, is, is that it wasn't a good kids movie either. Like. Because... Right. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and I've seen movies that are geared toward children that are good. Right, yeah. you know that well, that don't make me grimace and try to distract any other people around me from actually seeing what's on the screen because I don't okay. want them associated with me. Well, I, I think kids did enjoy <laughs> the Phantom Menace. I mean, sure but kids, was, but, yeah. but kids are stupid. Right, kids are going to well, enjoy any because I mean, how could if you're movie, if you're a nine year old boy and you see that for the first time, like that's going to blow your mind. Of course right. it is. That doesn't mean it's good. Right, right. Yeah, and they don't understand. I mean, they don't they don't process. What a slap in the face that garbage was to the people who had some expectations of 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 a of legitimate film like a movie. I mean, right. I mean, Star Wars was. I mean, it it set a standard that that remains today. Okay, right, right. and so nobody's talking about how groundbreaking the Phantom Menace is. I mean, it it is. We hurt well, inside because of it. I mean, it's brought. <laughs> It's brought sickness and death into the world. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's the original sin, basically, of the night. Oh God! 
<laughs> no, dude, I think Meet Joe Black is the original sin of the 90s, but I mean... What'd you say? I think Meet Joe Black is the original sin of the 90s. Oh my gosh. But, Have, <laughs> has, any, is, has anyone alive made it through that whole movie? I don't think so. I can't do it. I watched it for 20 minutes once, and the, the entire scene... the. In that entire 20 minutes, Brad Pitt and uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins just looked at each other. They didn't even speak. I was like, what is this? Terrence Malick would be like, this is garbage, and turn it off. It, it, Meet Joe Black is unwatchable. I don't, I don't know who, who has seen it. Like, I know it exists, and yeah. I've seen it on TV periodically I just like, who, is there demand for it i mean depe- no, who's, who whose favorite movie is it's meet me. joe black i just remember when it first came out it was the the dreaded double vhs because it's so long and oh, you know one entire tape yeah. was devoted to simply staring between <laughs> Anthony Hopkins and Brad Pitt. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah, that, I just, no, no, nobody watched It's it. not even a good ending like Legends of the Fall where he's eaten by a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you get that in Legends I mean, of the I Fall. don't know if it's a good ending. or uh, You know what? I, let me confess. I don't know if it ends well or not because I've not seen it. Yeah, me, me Joe Black. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, I just recall. The, I don't. No the, one has. No one has seen it. Seen it I bet there. if you started reading, I bet if you went to a plot synopsis right now, it would just trail off like like <laughs> like two thirds of the way through the movie. The yep, synopsis just, would just trail off and be right. like, "Well, you know what? I don't really know what happens next. I I checked out." <laughs> At this point in the movie, something yeah. additional occurs that leads to the film. <laughs> yeah. We are we are led to believe we we assume yeah. because I went to the grocery store instead. <laughs> I had to watch my cat. See, I don't I don't know why I hate that movie. So I, I just hate it because it's yeah. like it it makes my dinner with Andre look like a Transformers movie. See, see, the to to the listener, what I just did there is called a misdirect. I was tired of hearing Rhett rail, oh. rail on the prequels, and I knew he hated me, Joe Black, more than the prequels. That's a little inside ball. That's that a little, little inside, inside talk. Yeah, it's behind the curtain. <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain. It's behind you distracted the, me from the, from my, the prequels uh, with something I hate almost as much. Michael little... directing this, masterminding this whole... <laughs> This, all of I fell for it. Too. You yeah. did. I knew you jump all over it because who can't? You can't not jump all over Meet Joe Black. Because it seemed like a non sequitur. I'm like, what does Meet Joe Black have to do with this? Who cares? That exactly. movie sucks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well played. So, so to get back to Rogue One, this is something that I've heard. I've heard people. I don't know if you've said this specifically, Rhett, but I've heard people who enjoyed Rogue One a lot say this. And it's what's interesting about it is I think I agree with the argument. I agree with the statement. But it's the same statement that people have made about the prequels. Like, oh, well, if you if you watch this or if you're exposed to the Clone Wars animated series, it makes the prequel movies better. And I hate that argument to try to make the prequels better. Like, if you just know these things about the movies, they'll be it'll redeem them partially or something. Yeah. I mean the, the argument there being that you should not have to create further 
content to try and make something better. I mean, and I think yeah, that's the yeah. distinction. I think that's yeah. what the difference is because yeah. because uh, I've heard people say Rogue One. I, well, I mean, after I saw it, the first thing I wanted to do was go home and watch the first yes. part of New Hope. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. To see how it brings it together, and then it, it's like, does that? And I've heard people say that makes New Hope yeah. somehow amazingly. Uh, it makes it better to have to have had this backstory. And but, of course, the I'm concern kinda, going into Rogue One is. Is is that going to be the case, or is it going to diminish it right, the way that right, right. the prequels? A lot, some people, and I'm sure we have listeners that that have different stances on the prequels, but clearly we're kind of yeah. Well, <laughs> clearly I mean, we're like for one me, here, but for me, but yeah, like yeah, prequels I mean, feel like you know what it does to the character of Darth Vader, right? That takes away from that. Whereas Rogue One, it's it. Does the exact opposite. Sure, yeah. I mean, it makes yeah. Darth Vader... Well, I mean, basically what it does is it, it makes it that much more clear to the viewer why those rebel uh, rebels were sweating already when Darth Vader, <laughs> you know, you know, bursts into the Tantive Four in A New Hope. You've got rebels that are just, like, about to pass out. They're so afraid. And right. it's because they know exactly what just happened right before that. And so yeah. I, I'm not, I don't like to say the term, it makes it better. I think it's a great companion piece to A New Hope. And it, it essentially is just telling, you know, one story now. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily, you don't have to separate the two movies, in my opinion. You just, you've got just one, you know, concurrent story I'm not saying Rogue One makes A New Hope better. A New Hope's already brilliant. Nothing needs to make A New Hope better. But what it can do is be a really good companion piece to A New Hope to make the stakes that much more high. And I think the mentality behind making that statement is flawed. Like, I don't like, I don't think people are thinking that through. Like, you know, like, right. uh, well, if you read such and such book, it makes... It makes now we understand what what Han Solo meant when he said twelve parsecs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? The truth is that <laughs> the adjustments not being made to the movie, you know, that doesn't make that piece of information correct. Right. That was a mistake. Okay. Right. <laughs> Whatever this retconning is, that was done specifically to try to overcome that. Okay. It didn't make the movie better. The movie still has a flaw in it, and you've simply tried to, you know. It's a reaction to a mistake. That's not making something better. Yeah. Um, that's acknowledging the fault, you know. Uh, and I, so I, I just, people look at, I think they're looking at it from the wrong direction. Uh, and I don't think Rogue One made A New Hope any better because it's, I mean, Rogue One, I mean, Star Wars is the standard. It's what, it is, Rogue One is a reaction to Star Wars. Right. It doesn't make it better. Right. It reacts to it. The, the hamstring, you know, the filmmakers on Rogue One were hamstrung by Star Wars. They had to make it match. Yeah, yeah. right. It wasn't. They weren't going to tell a story that miraculously happens to match Star Wars. They made it match Star Wars. Right. right exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, there's something inherently flawed with that line of thought completely. Is how you can go back and make something better. But now, maybe contradictory I, to say this, but I think you can make it worse. I mean, I, I think the prequels demand, and it diminished the brand overall. 
Yeah, I mean, so, if you're looking at it from that you know, standpoint, if you look at a consistent character arc, well, now you now Darth Vader looks like a you know now he's kind of stupid. Uh, <laughs> like you, it's hard to get that out of your mind, right? Um, yeah. For me, for me, it is, and maybe maybe other people can look at those individually and and get by get through that, but. Well, but I, mean, I see those as all this singular, and I also understand that it's a singular Lucas vision in those six movies, and it's a, it's kind of a crap vision. I mean, it, I think he's a hack. Well, I know how, no, I know that's a dumb thing no, to say, but that's it, a dumb thing I do. to say. Um, I mean, he is a hack. He's he's not a, he, he's not a he didn't he didn't make good decisions there. He's a, um, he, he, he's a hack's not right. No, I, no U Bowl is a hack. Uh, uh, Lucas isn't, isn't (laughs) that he just can't make movies as good, but, um, but I don't, I don't know what the term is, but he made, I don't know. I, I, he did diminish the brand overall for me with the prequels. Um, and I really like the fresh take that we got out of rogue one. I like having people who are almost disassociated with, trying to make it star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even JJ Abrams was, I mean, that was a, it was a almost a shot for shot remake of star Wars. Right. Right. Um, uh, and this one was, this was something new. We got new settings. We got a completely new way of storytelling. We didn't have those ugly wipes. Um, oh, <laughs> you know, we, come on. It, it was just a better, oh, look, th- th- those wipes are a little distracting sometimes. Yeah, I don't feel star Warsy, but awesome. I didn't miss them. I mean, I, I didn't right. miss them. The, yeah. This, so I, I like the different take uh, from a different type of filmmaker, and that's I'm glad we're getting that with all these anthology movies now. And I don't know how to justify this criticism of mine either, but I'm going to throw it out there, and you guys can tell me tell me about it. <laughs> See, where I liked Rogue One, and that was a that was within a a time frame that we kind of understood. Sure, we knew the outcome basically before we got it. Um, but I still liked it and I felt like it was a worthy addition to the saga. Uh, I thought it fit well. Um, there was drama in it. I didn't know going into it who would live and who would die, um, how it would get there. I thought the revelations about, uh, Galen Orso and his daughter and, and how that all came to be. I thought that was, um, I thought that was great. I enjoyed that. Right. Um, I'm nervous about this Han Solo movie. Well, yeah. Because it feels unnecessary to me. Now, was Rogue One necessary? Maybe not. But the difference is, you know, we don't, Han Solo doesn't become important to Star Wars until we meet him right. in A New Hope. Right. Before that, it doesn't, he doesn't matter. <laughs> like, he's not getting us to the story that we, we have. Um, Unless he does, so that's why. That's why I feel. Well, I mean, but that's unless he does matter. Unless they're going to not, and I'm not going to use the term retcon because they're not trying to retcon anything. But it may be the story that they're going to tell affects something that occurs in either Rogue One or A New Hope. I mean, we don't. Well, it it might. Yeah, but but that's a. So that that would be a safe thing for them to do, just make it an intertwining story. I mean, I know that they're calling these standalone films. They don't want them to, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, but they're all still part of it. Yeah, yeah no, they need to the make universe. them relate somehow. So, of course, I mean, they, they, uh, and I'm sure they will in yeah. some way or another. But, but, but really, we don't care about that character until we meet him. Um, we just don't. I mean, that that's where he becomes relevant. 
so I think going back before that, unless he doesn't, unless I don't, I don't see the relevant. value in it. Look, they may make him. <laughs> that's do what I'm that, saying. But that's, unless not, but that's not a, but that's important. not a fair. But that's them forcing the issue. That's forcing us to want to see this or whatever. When I don't, I still don't think, and that, and I know that's a little bit of an inconsistency. Like why, why would I enjoy right. Rogue One and 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 but be leery of of this Han Solo thing? Why, why would I, I say that, one is? Um, they're both unnecessary, but Rogue One doesn't bother me. Han Solo does. I don't know. I think but I do. That, I feel it. I think that the idea is, and and you know, this is a, seems to be a Disney trope. So, you know, they, they have all these huge, you know, IPs, you know, with Marvel and, and now Star Wars. Uh, with Marvel, these characters are kind of only, you know, relevant in the comic book realm. Uh, or they were only relevant in the comic book realm previously. So it's almost like a, a fresh palette. They can do whatever they want to in the movie world with all these characters you know we're at the point now where even the comic book nerds aren't going to complain about them changing something in the movie world but with star wars it never really it was only existing in the movie world you know it, it wasn't a comic book first it wasn't a novel first here you are here's the property in a movie world and so it's going to be more difficult to do these standalone stories without trying to shoehorn them in and make them maybe more important than they should be. I mean, that 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 is my only fear with doing all these. If they're going to continue to churn these things out and, and, you know, call these standalone films in between the trilogy or whatever, separate from the universe in a way, but they're still going to have these little Easter eggs that tie everything in, you know, and they're going to throw back to stuff in A New Hope and so they're going to have to be really careful that they don't just go overboard. And and yeah, know. because it starts to feel like fan service, right? And um, that's a that's like a I really thought. Hot I mean, I thought even Rogue yeah. One had a had one or two moments that were a little bit too fan servicey. Well, uh, yeah. they, they just didn't bring anything to the plate other than this is fan service. Acknowledge that we that these people are here. You know, right, right, um, right. Yeah, without the any whole, kind of whole... role in it, and that, so they. I do worry that they'll do a little bit of that, and they may do that a lot in Han Solo in the Han Solo movie. Right. Um, I don't know. I just I, that's not a. I, I never wondered, ever ever, did I wonder? Well, I wonder what Han Solo was like when he was young. I mean, I didn't care. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Because it's not a. We didn't. But I kind of did wonder. I mean, like it. It is an intriguing story about how the how did they get the Death Star plans? I mean, that's. <laughs> That that kind of is a big story. It was their first big victory, right. you know. That that right. is kind of relevant. That does set some of this in motion uh, for Star Wars, and maybe that's a story worth being told. But how did Han Solo become a smuggler? How did Han Solo meet Lando and win the Millennium? Who cares? He well, just did. I and, mean, and that there's, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's an inconsistency on my part. Maybe I'm nitpicking one or the other, but I just don't care about that movie yet. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult. And, you know, some of the casting, this Woody Harrelson being Han Solo's mentor, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, it's just very, very interesting. I don't know. I don't know. That's I can't picture that yet. I can't picture Woody Harrelson, you know. Being, I just assume he's going to play Hamish. Yeah, exactly. That's what I worried about. Like, we've seen this. We've seen him be Katniss's yeah. mentor or whatever. Or, or maybe he'll play Woody from Cheers. Maybe. Maybe. that We can only hope. 
I mean, we can only hope that that's you know how how he's going to play that character. But we could tie tie those franchises together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got That's where we first see Han is at a cantina. It makes sense. <laughs> that's true. It's very follow. <laughs> but that's how they would do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the Han Solo film certainly is more risky than the Rogue One film was. Like, I don't, I don't envy the team that's having to come up with this Han Solo story that they're they're doing. I mean that. You know, and and obviously they have to put Boba Fett in this thing, you know, because they had a history. You know, Han and Boba Fett had this history, this unnamed history. Um, so they're they're gonna have to. Well, did they? Did they have a? I think history. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean that was all EU. I mean, there's no the, the only allusion to a history in in Star Wars is in Return of the Jedi when Han Solo's blinded or whatever. And he's like Boba Fett's here. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, that's the only, and everybody read into that all this other stuff. Well, of uh, course they did. <laughs> yeah, I know. And <laughs> I don't like just like that no disintegrations line. People are like, ooh, ooh, when can we see him disintegrate something? Which what in the world? Gonna, that's what they're going to do. Throw away line. Shut all up. The, no, well, so as many Bothans died, and, yeah, and they're going to use I, all well, these lines. Well, but that's a movie I'll watch. I'd watch that. There's one. <laughs> you, you know how in A New Hope, Doctor Evazin you know, basically said he, I have the death sentence in 10, you know, they're 12 gonna, systems, 12, 12, yeah. 12 systems. 12 We're going to yeah. see these 12 systems. 12 parsecs. I, have I, you I seen the movie? It's 12. I, I guarantee <laughs> you, 12. I guarantee you we're going to see these 12 systems. We've already seen one. Oh now with oh, the, the Dr. Evazon yeah. saga. Yeah. It, it's either going to be in a comic book or what, but we're going to see. He's going to show up 12 different times. Because now we've got two, because we assume he's got the death sentence on Tatooine. He's got the death sentence, you know, on Jeddah. So we're gonna oh, see, yeah, we're gonna right. see ten more systems. Oh, I see. Ten yeah. more systems. Yeah, okay. ten more that's systems. So I mean, it's uh, dude, I'm I'm telling you, they're gonna take all these lines that we thought were throwaway lines, which really are throwaway lines, but they're going to use those lines to to have Easter eggs in all these movies. I mean, that's kind of like what Marvel does with their films. There's little Easter eggs in all the Marvel films that tie everything yeah, together. But... So I, mean, I don't just, know, but that's that, but just those one throwaway lines, though. That's that's EU kind of stuff. Well, that's do your novel series, your twelve series, uh, your twelve part novelization of the Doctor Evazon saga well, or I whatever. I think that works better as a comic. Uh, and don't you know, yeah. or his Evazon? Who is it? Is it, is it EV or EZ? I can never. Well, remember. I always say Doctor Evazon and Pondabon. Evazon, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I've always said uh, it, but. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I think they will probably I mean, ride that joke uh, off yeah. into the sunset. I mean, but... we might we might get to see those two in like every standalone film. I mean, yeah, yeah, they'll they'll show up. <laughs> I mean, obviously they're going to be they'll... the Han Solo film. I mean, they they've got oh, to yeah. be, you know. So I just think that they're going to show us a lot of stuff that, like you say, maybe most people would not care about. But there is a large fan base that loves minutia. I mean, there just is. I mean, that that's just how, well, we've talked about that. People franchises obsessing start. over the carriage rides yeah, in the uh, 18th yeah. century. Yep. But there's, there's risk when you go back on a character though. I mean, there like, is. like we saw with the prequels, like right. we didn't need to see the origins of C3PO. Okay. And now that we have, are we better for it? <laughs> or is the world an unhappier place? 
Well, and I'd say it's I say it's not a happy is as happy a place as it was. Um, with that particular you know, look what has happened. Look what has example. happened since the prequels. We've terrorism has increased. Oh, God. <laughs> we had nine. We had nine eleven after the Phantom Minute. Oh, okay. God. And now, are they related? I I think I think it's hard to argue that they're not. Oh God! What is happening? <laughs> so. So, so, like, Rogue One introduced new characters, okay? We didn't, we weren't going, I mean, there were plenty of cameos from existing characters to kind of add color to it and, and give you a, a, you know, kind of root you in the setting and the time frame. Uh, but they were new characters who, that we cared about. The prequels, they were, there were some new characters, but we had a lot of old ones and we didn't like the way they, the way they looked. So now we've got a Han Solo movie where we're going back to see young Han Solo. Like, I don't, who cares? Why well, do we have to go back young. into all these people and know everybody's life story? He's That's not, not how life works. Young. I mean, you just, people come in and out of your your frame of reference. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's a, I don't, I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's not something that I'm demanding to see. I think there are other stories. And you can, if you look at an Obi-Wan Kenobi, like between the time of the prequels and the original trilogy, right? Well, see, that's something that I would see because he's a relevant see, character in that time frame as well. Then. You're whereas Han Solo is not. You're just contradicting yourself then. I well, mean, I, well, but, but, but so, I, I see yeah. it's a different character because we've seen him. Like that's a continuation of his story. But where did we're going where did, backwards where had for you, Han Solo? Where had you seen him though? We saw him in the prequels. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, it, but, but that's there. That's here, and we're 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 living with it. I, well, and Han Solo, that movie will be there, and we'll live with it. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to come back a year from now and see if you, because there is a chance that you might be saying the same thing. If any of the nine Star Wars films were on right now, I guess this will be in two years. We'll get Han Solo. If any of the ten Star Wars films were on right now, I think I might like choose to watch the Han Solo movie. Yeah. It, like, just because we'll it's newer. To, yeah, yeah. Just because it's newer. So we'll see. I I don't know. But, uh, but I still hope I that agree. there's a difference. I, but but I mean, you can say, okay, well now he's well now we do care because it exists as a movie. But like, the prequels didn't do us that didn't that didn't enrich those characters though. So you know, there's well, risk in no, going no, no. back. Oh, there's words. definitely risk. No, and this I, is the thing, like you know, we're trying to find settle on the right word for George Lucas, and I, I agree that hack is not the right word. I mean, no, I don't no, think I don't think that the idea of showing where Darth Vader came from was necessarily bad. In and of itself, I think it just depends on how you do it. Like Rogue One could have been terrible. Like Rogue One could have been, oh, I feel like this is diminished episode four. Yeah. But it was they did a good job with it. And I feel like it's the same thing. And I feel like the fault, like George Lucas's weakness is in directing. Like I think that like as far as like a storytelling, like an ideas and the broad strokes of a story and building worlds. Yeah, very broad strokes. Yeah, and yeah. very. I, I feel like that's his strengths. And so the further that he gets down into micromanaging and making yeah, the, the right. calls on the smaller things, that's where it falls apart. And of course, this has been, I'm not, this has been posited many times that that's why the, in the trilogy, the original trilogy, the stronger ones are the ones he did not direct. But I, I well, think that you, you're right, and you make a good point, and it, it could be that because we have a, I mean, I, the the guys doing the Han Solo movie are I like them, yeah, <laughs> they're competent filmmakers, um, right? 
that now that you have a competent filmmaker doing it, somebody with a fresh vision, somebody who's not, uh, uh, you know, kind of too much of himself, you know, right. I, I, I don't know, I, who, who's willing to take direction and, and that sort of thing from, from outside, uh, maybe they'll, maybe, maybe that'll be okay. And maybe my, my fear is rooted only in knowing that the last time we tried going backwards, or the first time anyway, with the prequels, it was kind of a disaster. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's, that's the underlying fear. fear. I don't think your fear is uh, invalid. Okay, I, and, I, I, just and think, I just want to address But something. from a story standpoint, I'm just that it isn't it still isn't a story that interests me though. I, I I don't remember there being great demand for young Han Solo adventures. Um, and to be fair, we said going into Rogue One, you know, how do you market this to the broader public? Because for you, yes, you wanted to see that's an intriguing thing to you because it's been there since 77 and that opening crawl. But to a broader public who didn't grow up with episode four, you know, it's like, are they going to show up? And it, I think the bottom line is if it's a good movie, they will show up. You know, well, and, let me, and I've got a comment. I've got a, an anecdote about that. I, I talked to a guy who is he's a little older than than we are, maybe by by 10 years or so. Um, and he 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 went to see it and his complaint was. Why does the Empire keep building Death Stars? Why have they had basically four now if you include the one from The Force Awakens? And I, 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 I started trying to process what he was saying, and I realized that he didn't place Rogue One where it is oh. in, in the time frame it was. He thought it was uh, just another Star Wars movie about another Death Star. Interesting. Oh. I'm like, dude – Number one, let's talk about your capacity for for <laughs> comprehension, because I yeah. it appears to have have failed you. Okay, yeah. like I don't know how you, you you didn't put these pieces together. And then you quiz him a little more, and he's like, "Well, I haven't seen Star Wars. I, I haven't seen the original in twenty five or thirty years." Okay, like, but still, okay, but still, <laughs> this is a like like where. Are you? Yeah. Well, uh, I come I, to I find mean, out, he's you know he he's been in he he's been in an insane asylum probably for uh, <laughs> five or ten of those years. But uh, so anyway, so I I thought it was notable though that here's a guy who is gin pop. Well, who yeah, didn't yes, have yes, a clue yes. where that movie was. He thought it was just another Star Wars movie about another freaking Death Star. And yet, and yet, it's still at nine hundred million worldwide. Yeah, no, I, and you know they 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 clearly managed to get through uh, through that. <laughs> right, I mean, they got his twelve bucks. Or I mean, because honestly, you know that was a, a major concern. I think for a lot of people, how are they going to impart to the general public where this movie takes place without slapping them over the head and just spelling it out for them? Which, you know, we have somewhat of an example with the current Harry Potter film. You know, I think they did a good marketing job, and I know we've kind of discussed that before somewhere, uh, that to spell out, hey, this is way before Harry Potter, yeah. the Harry Potter films start. Well, and, and they have the benefit of kind of being in our, based in our reality, and they you go back sure. 60 years and people can yeah. tell the difference sure. in the you time. Tell the, yeah, from yeah. an aesthetic standpoint, an aesthetic you know point, yeah. where, you know, that's 
previous yeah. with, with yeah. Rogue One, and it appears, you know, financially, obviously, it didn't hurt, but I still would, would wonder, I mean, obviously, you spoke with somebody even after seeing it who didn't quite understand, you know, it, granted, the, the guy might have been on lithium or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, yes, he needed to be. <laughs> yeah, so you just, you know, some people still might not quite get it, but that being said, even if they might not get the, the timeline necessarily, it's still a fantastic film. I mean, it could theoretically stand alone by itself. It enhances, I'm not going to say it makes better, but it enhances the experience of watching A New Hope, especially immediately afterwards. I mean, if you just sit down, that's why I said earlier, it feels like one film to me. You, you watch start with ro watching Rogue One and just go. I mean, until you, know, you get to that breaking point at the end of A New Hope. It, it's really just one film to me. It's not like... Here we have Rogue One. It makes A New Hope so much better. To me, I don't like saying that. A New Hope is awesome by itself. Rogue One enhances the experience. It's not going to make it better necessarily, but it just it it, it enhances it uh, as far as watching it back to back. Um, but yeah. w one thing I, w I have to go back, and I know this is not a, a Star Wars podcast, but it bothers me that you <laughs> can... Not? It bothers me. Well, I don't know what this is. It bothers me that you said that there is no, in, you know, character in the prequels that was made better. I think that that if the prequels didn't exist, it'd be fine. But I think that it certainly made Obi Wan and Palpatine, you know, better characters. I think. It, oh, not Palpatine. Oh no, no, no. Uh, I think so. Obi Wan, yes, I'll <laughs> give you that. But Palpatine, Palpatine was a cartoon. No, no, he, no, no. That no, was no. the most over the top, scenery chewing, Nick Cage style performance. No. And it no, was no. ridiculous. I thought it ruined it. No. That's high no. praise. Oh, that <laughs> sniveling, cartoonish nonsense no. when he was fighting with Yoda. Oh, that was or awesome. the or or even at the Ma the Mace Windu Mace scene. That is that is really distractingly terrible. No, that's great stuff. Yeah, oh yes. No, 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 no. I loved it. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Oh, no. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, man. Oh, no. But Obi Wan, yes, yes. No, I, it was I think that character is enhanced by Ewan McGregor's performance, and, despite and, the words he was given to say. Well, no, and and he he and you could tell that Ewan especially enjoyed being there and enjoyed doing this. Oh, yeah. Whereas yeah, Natalie it seemed Orton, like he was the only one who did. Yeah. Oh, I think and, I think. Uh, I can't blank it on his name, but the Lee actor Lee that played Palpatine, he seemed to be enjoying oh, well, himself. Yeah, I don't yeah, think enjoyment was... Well, yeah. Maybe too much. Well, yeah, you're right. No, he, he did seem to enjoy himself, but I, somebody <laughs> needed to rein him in a little bit. Well, Just, I'm, I, well I guess... Like, that's I not mean, his fault. I mean, that, right. that's, that's somebody who said, no, be be sillier. Okay, like, so, is that what... Nobody wanted anything to be sillier about Star Wars. No, but I, I guess what I mean, though, is it, it helped... Because really, we don't get much from Palpatine in the original trilogy. To me, what I mean, though, is that it enhanced his character in the sense that you could see how much of a long game he was playing. I mean, it was it was the long con, essentially. I mean, yeah. uh, so that that's kind of what I meant. I didn't mean necessarily the acting performance of Ian McDermott and how over the top he went with a couple different <laughs> scenes. But you, from a character standpoint, you get to see that, look, this guy has been doing this for, you know, 30-plus years, going through timeline and planning this out, you know, just 
to be the ultimate bad guy, essentially. I mean, he, he had this ultimate plan, uh, you know, to rule the galaxy, and it, it, there was specific things that he had to make happen behind the scenes, and he did. So that, that's what I meant when I said it, you know, to me, it at least enhanced that character a little bit for, you know, the original yeah, trilogy. No I, no, I get your point of view exactly. I just, um, I think some of that was really lost among the silliness though <laughs> like you 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 read and you you kind of worked your way through that and saw that bigger picture and i never did like i just right. I, I was too distracted by the silliness to where i never even considered the improvement that, that it might that that might be part of it but you yeah you do make a point but that, the uh, the very interesting paint him a little thing, little differently yeah the very interesting thing and i think it's certainly not just us because you know within the community it, it is people are clamoring for you and McGregor to do an Obi Wan trilogy, of and it may be not a trilogy, maybe like a duology. Uh, what it went down on Tatooine, you know, because we we hear in, um, you know, Rogue One that they're going to try and make contact with him. You know, you, you hear Bell Organa saying he wants to make contact with his friend. You know, and well they did, right? Yeah, Leia, Leia got the yeah. message yeah. to him. Yeah, Leia got that, the message that, to him. That, so, that was the contact. Right, I understand that, but I mean, I'm just saying. Before that, you know, uh, Bale is yeah, like the only one that had knows been in there. touch. Seemed like it, it right, hadn't been right. 20 years since they spoke. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I, I think that that is the one character that it seems like everyone is in, and we will. I fear that 10 years from now, which you know we're still you know God willing going to be on this earth. Um, they may they may tap into Darth Vader again and I I just don't know if we need to fill in any more gaps with Darth Vader I just don't know that we want to see from uh, Hayden Christensen uh, yelling no to to when we see him in and and now we can say when we see him in Rogue One I don't yeah. know that we want to fill that gap in more. Well, that's the, the whole thing. Is did we did we know that we wanted to see that in Rogue One? I guess not. I guess you're right. I mean, I well, but we know. did. But now we have. Like, yeah. Like we've got a lot of of, of TV series that fills in the gaps. Uh, well, yeah. In a way, him. you're right. You're with uh, Rebels. And he makes. Him, I know yeah. he's he doesn't he's not in it constantly, but he makes the the he's occasional appearance, and you kind of yeah. know what he's up to. Right, right, um, right. There's a lot of there's a lot of comics that cover that ground. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Jim, and I, Jim and I understand they're separate, and yeah. I don't want to put too much weight on any of those. But I don't think we. Uh, I think we got what we, we got that little taste of Vader that we wanted, and I don't think you can, yeah. like I I think you need to do that in small doses. Very small doses because, I mean, that is obviously the character that they are, that is always going to be the face of Star Wars. I mean, I don't think that there's ever going to be any other character that comes out, like new character, like Kylo Ren is not ever going to be the face of Star Mm -hmm. Wars. It's always going to be Darth Vader. So they're going to tap into it again theatrically. Yeah, you're right. And I just, I, I fear that. I fear that. If you get if you show us everything, does the character is the character diminished by showing us everything? Well, yeah. if he if that character was able to survive the prequels, I'll just go ahead and say it. Then, 
then are they going to be able to to, to ruin, it, it, completely? To ruin it completely? This yeah. so in a in a bigger picture sense, this is what I this is something I've been thinking about, is that George Lucas has always said that the Star Wars trilogy was it was self-contained. The two trilogies, it's the story of the Skywalker family. Right. And and Star he had never well he did you know nine. he made he, he made did. THX eleven thirty eight. That was a science fiction movie. Sure. And Star Wars was always a adventure like a fantasy adventure sure basically a soap opera as it came to be like if it's going to be about the skywalkers right you know just kind of set in this fantastical place and so now what disney's doing is they're transitioning this from just being these six films about the skywalkers to making it more something analogous to the marvel cinematic universe right right which also started with the core group of characters and now just for all sorts of good reasons based you know they've got a, a plenty of mm-hmm. these other ancillary smaller characters that at least smaller in the comic book world that they can draw from right and so now they're trying to do the same thing in star wars you know and so rogue one is just yeah. the first instance of that and so i guess it kind of comes like down that. to it's it kind of comes down to them changing that like just and it's going to be a shift and Rhett, like you said we don't most people do not like change they mm-hmm. they don't want to see things change but then Hopefully, what Disney has let Marvel do, they'll do the same. They've got the same smart people, types of smart people working on Star Wars, where once they put it in front of us, we'll be like, oh, I didn't know I cared to see that. But now that I've seen it, uh, well, see, I, I, I do I want something it. like that. I, I would like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy equivalent to Star Wars, where you right. take you take that that universe and there are a handful of recognizable parts to it. But it's somewhere else. I mean, like it's make it a big place instead of rehashing the same timeline, the Mm -hmm. same handful of characters, the same two or three plot points. Go way out, right? (laughs) Far away, and give me something different. And hopefully, you know, and I think you can do that. I, I, you know, we've talked a little about it before about how Marvel. You know, not only have they, from a character standpoint, they brought in some pretty eccentric, odd things. But from a, a stylistic standpoint, a genre standpoint, right, right, they they change them up, and I would like to see Star Wars do that too. And and I think hopefully maybe we and maybe we're going to get our fun little buddy picture with Han Solo and and Lando. Yeah, right. uh, uh, and I think but, it's I, mean, I think it's early yet. I think it makes sense for them to try to be tying things in, like right. To and, try and to tie get, things get back crazier in. as you go and get crazier as you go. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy wasn't in the first five years of Marvel no, movies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, they had established a lot of ten movies in. Yeah, yeah. yeah they had established um, a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of. No, yeah, that's right. So maybe in the over the course of the next ten to twenty years, yeah, <laughs> then uh, Star Wars can go that. I mean, look, I, I I even think there's room, and I say this hesitantly, but there is room for a a political thriller. <laughs> Or a oh, you know yeah, yeah why not a, yeah a, a little bit of a slower paced it's yeah. not all space battles and everything else I mean I I think you have an opportunity to do a little bit more some more intimate pictures um, in that world I don't know if they'll do that I mean there's risk in that but it's also a lower budget I mean you can right if you only spent a hundred million dollars and well, you slapped the Star Wars name <laughs> on it do you still make six hundred million I mean you know? I I think that um, you know we we do have obviously the example with you know, both Winter Soldier and Civil War, to some extent, more more Winter Soldier as far as like a political thriller. So it can yeah. certainly work. I mean, and still be big, huge budget. I mean, it doesn't necessarily yeah. have. To well, work. but you, but, but I'm, I mean, even more of a. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a 
Tinker uh, Tailor an Soldier an, Spy of an analog movie. And yeah, I can't, like, yeah, right, Tinker right, Tailor Soldier Spy head, or but, something but, like that. Uh, yeah. uh, but something that's you know a, a smaller set of characters, sure. a, a that's a little more debate oriented, mm-hmm. <laughs> where there's a lot more talking and and drama in, rather than action and everything else. I mean, I, I do think there's room for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know that they would ever do that, but I, I'm I'm intrigued at the prospect of it. Um, you know, and I but, say that knowing that. Well, we got a little bit of that in the prequels. I mean, right. do we really want to see the machinations of the Senate? That, well, I, I think I think we I think we can. I think there could be a story to be told there. I think the right. one we got wasn't very good. Um, so, I think that that may, might uh, fit better on the smaller screen, you know, because they do continue to talk about the live action series. You know, Disney and Netflix are in bed together. It's going to happen eventually. Uh, my my thing that I think they're probably going to do is get done with this Skywalker trilogy, finish it out, finish the nine film series or whatever, be done with it, and then you know after that we're going to get some type of live action television series. I mean I, that that has bound to happen. Whether it's going to be about the course and underworld, which is was rumored at some point, or like you said, maybe it could be about the machinations of the Senate or something along those lines. I don't know, but it'll happen. I mean, I don't know that that's good on the big screen, but I can see that being good on the small screen, you know, almost a, 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 a Battlestar Galactica style sure. series yeah. where you have, you do have opportunities for space battles periodically. You do sure. have action set pieces scattered throughout, but there's also a lot of people walking through hallways and talking right. and you get a, and if it's well-written and it's well-acted, yeah. Then there's room for that. I mean, right? Those there are those are good stories. They can be. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. They could kind even a, be in the Star Wars world. You know, kind I, of a so West Wing. Kind of a West Wing. Yeah, with, I would uh, look. I would watch West Wing for Star Wars. Holy crap! Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, the, look the the Marvel uh, series on Netflix. They're all very good. I mean, well, you know, Luke Cage was not my thing necessarily, but still well made, well acted, you know, er, er, you know, all of that. It's not like they are uh, half-assing any of it. I mean, it's all very right. well done. And it that is certainly there for for the Star Wars world as well. I mean, the, it's going to happen that way. They've got grand plans with all of that. I mean, um, you know, I think that and I, and I hate to say this, but I really think that they are flummoxed with what they are going to do in regards to Carrie Fisher passing away. I mean, that that's a bit of a mess, you know, with with what plans they had for her, you know, not only in Episode 8, but, you know, Episode 9 as well. So it'll be interesting to see how they tackle that. I mean, because it is, it's it's unfortunately a mess. I mean, you know, they were apparently... Yeah, they clearly wanted to, I mean, uh, clearly, I don't know if it's clear, but they certainly may have have wanted to, you know, have a a confrontation between her and Kylo. Sure. You know, that's... Sure. That's something that it makes sense contextually right. uh, that maybe they, they don't get to do now. Right. Um, right. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe that happens in eight. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah. So I, I don't, yeah. So I, you know, you're right. I think they probably have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and I'm not saying that, that, that I'm not saying that's going to completely change the whole storyline, but it, it may have been, like you said, kind of an important part of the story that they wanted to tell Kylo's mother confronting him. I mean, that that's kind of maybe a big thing that they wanted to do, which w- would most likely be in the finale of the trilogy, not in the middle of the trilogy. I mean, so 
I, I doubt that we're, we would have seen something like that occur in episode eight. That feels like that would be like an episode nine type thing. Yeah, that's, yeah it seems a little early to redeem yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so. Or well, could we possibly maybe not redeem him? I was going to say. Do we, we always have, have to redeem him? everybody? Yeah. Do our bad guys always have to be <laughs> well, redeemed? Yeah, can't we just kill our bad guys every now I mean, and I know we love a good redemption story, but. <laughs> but, but listen, though. We I, got that. And we, look, to get that redemption story, we. We uh, glossed over a lot of child murder, okay? <laughs> like, that, how does that redemption work, exactly? It, it's tough to bring a character back from killing his dad. It's tough to redeem that. I mean, that's kind of like the, you know, when you're talking in storytelling. Well, I, but if, I would if, say that's an emotional out. I mean, I, I can kind of... I can get through that one a little better than I can slaughtering the schoolhouse. Yeah. In cold what? blood. Yeah. I mean, the only way they <laughs> can take it up a notch is if is if Kylo were to kill uh, defenseless small animals. That's really the right. only yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the that's well, the worst. That, I mean, that's people, people, won't, people won't stand for that. As far as no. how backwards our society is, you're right. I mean, it, <laughs> yes, you, no, you 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 killed an you killed a, an endangered species. A you space puppy, genocidal no. maniac. Yeah. You, you, there is no redemption puppy. for you. No, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think this. Uh, I think we've accomplished what we needed to with this episode. This will obviously be the episode that we submit to the Star Wars Podcast Awards. Uh, we've got our one episode that you you need to submit, so um, that way we can be the upstarts and try and get through <laughs> where we did last year. That's the goal, is to try and make it as further down than we did last year. That's oh, right. Is that, coming? Is, that, is that happening again? Oh, yeah. It ha yeah, it's going to happen again. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, they did it. What was it, like early 2016? So, or was that I don't remember. I just uh, I, I blocked out the trauma of you being nominated personally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can only, only through deep hypnosis can I even dredge those memories up. Can that memory be accessed? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe Brett, maybe this will be your year. Maybe yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> actually maybe you're right. Maybe that was twenty fifteen and they didn't do one in twenty sixteen. Maybe it's an every other year. I don't know. I, maybe I, so. I'm not sure. But uh anyways. Uh all right. Well for those of y'all still listening, keep in touch with us on Twitter, C T underscore Illuminati. We'll be sure and uh, be posting there. Who knows what the C T stands for? It could stand for anything. So, uh, mm. yeah. Michael, thank you for joining you, us. Yeah, you let you Actually, let us know. Let the, the listeners, yeah, let the listeners <laughs> if you will tweet us and let us know what you want us to have that CT stand for. I mean, we obviously want to keep the Illuminati, but what what should the CT stand for? <laughs> that, that'll be interesting to hear from people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Well, Michael, thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at the Michael Nip. Uh, I, as soon as I get in the app, I'll let everybody know. Okay. All right. And Rhett, thanks for joining us. Thanks. And we'll be back. We'll talk to you all soon. And nothing happens here because yeah, I can't clean, play the clean break. Yeah. I mean, I was, <laughs> yeah. we were giving you a clean break there so you can do some, uh, the magic editing or whatever. All right. All right. All right. Yep. All right. Good night.